to go live the way it's supposed to. That's the real trick here. I believe Dude, I'm just going to sit here frozen like yeah. mid, like this. Mm-hmm. And people are like, blink. fuck, what the fuck? Don't blink. Ooh, we'll get we're live. Let's see. We're live on Instagram. This The good news is this is exactly the same as like every other live that we've done where we're worried about if the technology is working the way that it's supposed to. So we're, uh, we're, is, on, we're on brand. The funniest shit about going live, right, is you always have like that minute where like Instagrams or whatever is telling you like, hey, we're letting your followers know. And you're sitting there and you're like waiting to go on, right? It's the same exact experience when you do a, like a WebEx call where like, so the guy's like, hey, we're just going to give a couple more minutes to let everyone else get in here. And then we're going to get started. Just, just hang tight, guys. All right, so Instagram has about a 12-second delay through the software. Yeah, don't watch on don't watch on Instagram and try and talk on here. It won't work. Yeah, no, it's gonna be real weird. But look at all of the cool kids all piling in and seeing all of us looking all cool. And I have no way of telling how many of these cool kids are hanging out with us over on YouTube Live, but I, I hope that they are. And can we, any can anybody confirm that you can in fact hear us? Patrick, you're in charge. Can you hear me? All right. Uh, welcome everybody to Mike Suiters on YouTube. That away, champ. Welcome to another episode of Sawdust Talk. Uh, now in high definition, uh, we are trying out some new software to hopefully make the experience better for you uh, now in technicolor and we thought who better to just wing it and hope it works out okay with than luke from luke in the garage um before we get rolling special thanks to our sponsors surf prep and george supply co uh we could probably do what we do without them but it wouldn't be nearly as much fun and sanding would still suck so uh, thanks to them. We appreciate all that they do. Um, I'm Braden Vokes with Little Bug Woodworking, and I do a little bit of everything. I do some CNC work. I do some epoxy work. Uh, frankly, I, uh, I'm i one of those woodworkers that still chases the money. So if I can get a job, I'm going to take it. TJ. All right. I'm TJ with TJT Workshop. I'm in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, most of my woodworking takes place on a lathe, but We've done flat work. We've done cabinets. Um, I like welding. I like 3D printing. Um, I really like playing with chainsaws. And I've spent a lot of time milling logs recently. So I've uh, been having a lot of fun with that. Luke, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself? Uh, I like the the log milling thing. I'm Luke from Luke in the Garage. uh, And I like to have fun in the garage. I do everything from 3D printing to... CNC work to shenanigans. It's it. I'm about a lot. I'm just about having fun in the shop. The the real reason we all got in there in the first place, right? Absolutely. I'm gonna be honest. I just got into it because I didn't know what to do with the other half of my garage. So I just went from one expensive hobby to another. <laughs> no fun. No fun is to be had here. Yeah. What you was on the other park shop? a car in there? Cars are waterproof. I've technically parked a car in my shop one time since we moved here, and I did not get out of it. I parked it, took a selfie out the window, and back to that thing back out in the driveway where it belonged. <laughs> I keep a car in my shop. Is it a Matchbox car or like an actual? No, car? it's a it's a full size Volvo. Oh, okay. I, I, yeah, my I, I could not negotiate the exclusive shop space, so everything I have has to fit against the walls. Um, because like most of the time, my car's got to go in there, right? And everyone's like, they they see it and they're like, they don't believe there's an actual car in there. But like, it's it's a negotiation about acquiring tools because it's all about like, do well, I actually have space for them? Whoa, I guess I I'm flipped. the top now, right? I flipped that. <laughs> I'm in charge, bitches. Let's go. <laughs> Today I saw us talk. <laughs> My daughter I, wanted me to ask you guys too. She's like, "How much talking about sawdust do you guys do, and do you know where sawdust comes from?" 
Uh, I'm the stork. The sawdust stork. <laughs> know where sawdust comes from. I, I That's how sawdust would deliver emergency sawdust scenarios. Um, and then it turns out that when a, a boy sawdust and a girl sawdust love each other very much, there's a, a special connection that's made. Um, and we get more sawdust from that, too. I can't wait to tell her that. Uh, the look on her face is is going to be worth, worth every word of that. There you go. You can let her watch the live. I didn't swear yet, so we're in pretty good shape. Oh, can we swear on this one? Oh, dude, it's after nine o'clock, man. I'm oh, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Fucking it, man. It's just it's just the difference between checking the does your podcast have ex, uh, explicit content or not on on Spotify. So we just check it to yes. I totally, I totally screwed up. Our podcast is Patreon, right? So like, you when you go and you sign up for Patreon, right? It says, "Will you have adult content?" Right? And I'm like, I fucking swear all the time, man. That's got to be adult shit, right? I don't want to get fucking dinged because I'm dropping F-bombs every other word. I'm like, so, yes, this is adult content. Well, I didn't realize that, that what that meant was, like, porn stars, right? And and so now our podcast is not discoverable. It's like, you can't go on Patreon and search for the Joy Dream Podcast. We won't show up. And, like, I've hit up Patreon. And I've been like, yo, can I switch that shit back to, like, not adult content? Because I'm not, like, I'm not taking feet pics and shit, right? You know, I was I maybe butt crack shots, but so like I, I tell them this and they're like, no. So <laughs> that's where we're at right now. There's well, there's there's no way to flip to like PG thirteen from triple X. No, there's nothing in the settings that says I'm not a porn star. Like I've gone through that thing like up and down, I, like I think a lot. you should just live up to the reputation you've made for yourself. I think yeah. I think if that's how your Patreon's gonna work, you should work the Patreon. I mean, so I gotta do dirty shit for my patrons now. It sucks, you know, because I mean they don't like it, but I feel obligated. So it puts me in a weird spot. Yeah, I mean you could just like, you know, whisper Sadie say things while operating a shop back and you know, all of your viewers can turn the volume up for ASMR shop back. Super times. Perfect. Guys, I, I know you can't see the Instagram chat box, uh, but I got to tell you, the just the outrage that we have over here about the fact that there's not a question box now, I think they're about ready to burn something down. Well, because well, you're not going through Instagram. How is it even posting? I don't get it. So Restream, so this, this software that we're using, we are internal to Restream, and then it is streaming out one single video feed to YouTube Live and Instagram Live at the same time. And then we could also do a bunch of other platforms. So Sawdust Talk could be coming to LinkedIn Live. Um, I don't know why it could <laughs> We're going to get sounding business after dark <laughs> but it at is Sawdust idea. Talk. Um, so that we're, we're trying to solve the problem of like Instagram live doesn't like multiple streams and the audio, it doesn't like audio. It doesn't like video. Like it's, it's a bare bones thing. Whereas we're hoping that this gives us a slightly better experience. Mm. So oh, yeah. we're just, we're just winging it. We, we don't know what we're doing. And also which, restream has an extremely low probability of just not working anymore. Just disappearing. Why is that? Because it's not Instagram Live, which likes yeah. to quit and just not work all the time. We just oh. assume that Instagram Live hears us talking trash about it every single week and likes mm -hmm. to just assert its dominance at all times. I mean, that is a very Instagram move is to assert their dominance. So my, my profile changed today while I was looking at it. So it was fun. Like I was looking at it and like, some reason I had some little button on there that said like sponsor opportunities or some shit, right? You know, and I was like, cool. And like I've had some stuff pop up through there, and it's mostly do I want to be like a jewelry model, which I'm telling you, there's not a lot of money in that. Um, so uh, but today it was like I saw mammoth hats popped up there, and I looked at the message and it was like, Hey, we'd be interested in working with you. They make hats for dudes with big heads. I don't know how they fucking found out I had a big head. So I was like, Yeah, I got a giant head. And, or I wanted to message them that, and then like I, I hit a button, and then I went back, and that whole part of it was gone. I had to go like deep into the menu to find 
that that whole button changed and disappeared while I was basically looking at it. It's all part of their clever plan to distract and destroy you. I mean, they knew who they were fucking with. They would know <laughs> they better pack a lodge because I really don't care. <laughs> Come at me, bro. Me versus Instagram. I mean, you don't want to fight somebody who does has no fucks to give, man. It's almost as bad as fighting somebody who has nothing to lose. So is the is the cage match going to be Zuckerberg, Musk, Luke in the garage? Like, nah, man, I'm just going to wait till one of those dudes is walking down the like the thing like with his crew and his posse. I'm just going to run up behind him and trip him. <laughs> Boom. Knock him on the ground. Chair. I'm the champ. And then I'm just going to walk out. That's and how that works. Is, That's like when you're arm wrestling and you go on two instead of three. And yeah. Yeah. Victory is victory. This is exactly yeah. why we've offloaded from Instagram Live. We're hoping that the, you know, talking about beating up Zuckerberg doesn't like, it doesn't pick up on the algorithm now. So. Oh, dude. We they should can be hear you through your phone. Like, you think you, you got, like, you could keep a secret from Zuck? Come on, man. You know, I think there's transmitters. business model is selling your secrets. To me. Yeah, it's, it's listening. I know my dishwasher probably does. So, yeah. <laughs> That's what Snowden taught us, right? Your dishwashers are listening to you and are connected to GPS networks. I mean, I, I know my dishwasher has, like, a Wi-Fi thing. And I had to I like Google. I'm like, why does it have Wi-Fi? And it's like, so we're gonna let you know when when the dishes are done. And I'm like, how is that knowledge gonna change my life at all? Like, I'm not still not gonna get up and take the dishes out of the dishwasher. But like, imagine being somewhere not in front of the dishwasher where you could hear it chime, <laughs> and th and then knowing. I mean, I'd rather use the uh, laundry machines. Uh, that music it plays when it finishes a load as my ringtone than than hear the opinion of my dishwasher. All right, so <laughs> Luke, why don't you give us the give us the spiel? Who who the heck are you? How did you get started? Tell us about you. Uh, so I um I've always liked to mess around and tinker and and try to make stuff and break stuff. And um, I'd been messing around in my garage and like I bought a, like a, a it started because I bought a tool, um, a tool cart from Costco. Like I walked in and I saw this giant metal tool cart with a wood top. And I was like, that's fucking cool. I was like, I should get that and then get some tools and like put tools in this thing. Right. Yeah. I was like, this is a plan. And uh, so I got that. And then I saw a uh, like a. Well, like one of those um, beer cart where they make like a frame for it, you know, like a wooden lid. And I was like, I can make that. And I made the whole entire thing. I found some plans. I made the whole entire thing with my dad's benchtop bandsaw, right? Which was the dumbest shit. But then it just was like, I, it gave me such false confidence that I just kept doing it. And then I was like, well, I, you know, I, I was trying to follow people on Instagram because I was curious about how they make shit and I wanted to learn and um, then I was like, man, I was like, I want to share what I'm doing. It's not that impressive, but like, I'm just going to share it. And I was like, I need like an account name. And I was sitting at my kitchen table and I'm looking at the garage. And I was like, I don't know, like, I'm look at the garage, Luke in the garage. And I was like, that's good enough. And that that's it. <laughs> so and I just now, now it's all about having fun and doing experiments. I thought about trying to make money at one point, but like it doesn't really fit with my personality. So if I make something and someone ends up buying it, cool. If not, I really don't care. <laughs> so a majority of your content recently has been heavily related to 3D printing. Um, yep. I have stopped my 3D printer collection at two. How many are you up to, and would you mind letting us know what they were maybe in order? What what made you get bit by the bug? Well, it's funny because I'm I don't I'm afraid to move my computer too much, but I'm actually 3D printing right now. Proud of you. <laughs> so uh, I'm making a, a costume prop stuff for my kids for Halloween, but um, it started um, with an Ender Three V2, and um, I fucking loved hated it. Right. 
And um, then I made this design. It was this one right here, um, which this is, I printed a multicolor, but it is, you know, like, you know, like a paint stand, right? Except it's a TIE fighter, right? And this one doesn't have the holes on the bottom or it does. And I just fill the supports in like an idiot, but like you can put magnets in there and like, you know, it's like, you know, like the painting tree thing, right? Um, I heard people complaining that like it left marks on the underside of their pieces. And I was like, well, like maybe something more flat would work. So that's why I made this. And I sold so many of them. Like when I decided that selling them would be fun, uh, that I went out and bought a second ender. Um, and then I could double my productivity and paid for that ender like immediately. And then I thought printing this stuff and selling them was stupid. And I'll just sell the files, um, let people print them themselves. And so that's what I'm doing now. And uh, then I then I got a, a bamboo P1P with a AMS. So, and that's what I print on almost exclusively right now. And I'm just keep it squirreling away a couple bucks, you know, because I anticipate like within the next six months, there's going to be a bamboo that's an XL. And then I could finally, that's what I hope is going to happen. And what, um, I mean, there's a lot of signs that point towards that. Uh, with a completely new multicolor setup, right? Um, that's what I, I predict. And um, if that comes out, I want to be able to buy that because my head is so fucking big that I can't print helmets on my printer and then fit on my head. That could only like get them on my kids' heads, which their heads are unfortunately large already. Um, so yeah, so like I want to be able to print helmets and just is, stupid what fucking helmets. What's the build plate on the bamboo that you're sitting next to right now? I mean, 256 millimeters, what they say, by 256. Okay, so not um, quite 12 by 12? No. Minus and, build and I, area? I've seen dudes, like, put a Mandalorian helmet on it, right, and twist it to the side, and and that works. But, like, I want, like, comfortable, like, even oversized if I can. Right, because I'm a big dude, and I think it would be funnier if I had a slightly larger helmet, right? Yeah, yeah proportions and comfort. No, man, I mean, like everything that you say is just. Um, so when you say XL, what would that mean to you? Is that like, like a 400 by, by 400? Okay, okay, yeah, like, yeah, like, like, like where I could print like big shit, like, like as big as as big as the Prusa XL. Okay. You know, because like, because like, you know, Bamboo clearly went right after Prusa, right? Um, because people who are Prusa fans love Prusa, but they fucking got angry at the company for not developing more products, right? And like the 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 Mark III was like five years old, right? That's what everybody had. That was like the gold standard. Bamboo's like, ha ha, hey, watch this, right? And then they dropped their printers and it kind of started a revolution that like you could have high quality, fast prints. Right. And if you look at bamboo's lineup, they just released another printer that's smaller. Right. And they release new products like every six months. Like, why wouldn't they go bigger? Cause they, they, all those owners of that company all came from DJI. Right. And DJI's model, they released drone after drone after drone, man. Like, yeah. dude, like I got it. I'm, I don't know if my DJI microphone is outdated yet, but I'm guessing it is. I, and I got it like within the last year. So my expectation is that they're going to keep turning shit out. They're going to get into like um, industrial printing. Right. You know, and, and like they're, they're going they're going from big money market share. They're not they are not like some of these companies who are just like have a like a slow paced growth plan. They're like fucking chugging red bulls over there doing lines of coke and are like we're gonna fucking change the world say my name does the uh does the bamboo uh have the ability to keep the enclosure heated so you can do stuff like abs i mean you could get sides for the one i have i have the p1p with no sides and then they came out with the p1s which i think is just a p1p and the s stands for sides um <laughs> Right. So mine doesn't have side, but I, I, dude, I try, tried PETG a little bit and like, I'm, I'm living the dream with PLA, man. I'm having a lot of fun with, they keep making PLA better and, and keep dumping more options into it. And like, I just haven't really found a need to switch materials. 
Yeah, I didn't know if you really needed to make squishy things or. I mean, I'm, you know, not really. I mean, I, I could, I could, but like, I, I'm already having a look, like, I don't want to learn another new maker skill. Like I'm already in the middle of learning like two new maker skills and I'm about to have to kind of do a relearn a third. And like my brain has only so much capacity. Like, you know, I don't want, I don't want to learn like, like leather work or like, so I can't just, and there's no more brain power right now. We're, we're, we're supplies is tight. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so, so go, so going back to what you, you know, what you started with as, as the proud new owner of a Ender three V two, you said that it was a love hate relationship. What did you love and what did you hate? So like I, there's this thing about me, right. And I don't talk about it ever. Like, but, but people, people like, um, Dave, um, 3D DIY Dave, right? He knows this because we talk about it. I have this thing with technology that anytime I get new technology, it just does not work for me out of the gate, right? And I basically have to learn how to assemble and disassemble and reassemble every machine that comes into my place. So, like, my, the deal with the Ender was, like, I had a hard time figuring out how to level the bed, right? It's a, kind of an art form. You know, and then I finally got it. And then everything that could go wrong with this printer, man, would just like just go wrong. And like, so I had to continually tweak it, fix it. And like, eventually, like I got it working really well. And then, and then like things, then life's good, right? Until it eventually shits the bed. But like, for the most part, life is great. Yeah. And it's the same thing that I had when I had uh, an X carve, right? Before my one finny had an X carve. Man, dude, I, I, Everything went wrong with it. I had to troubleshoot the shit out of that thing. And it, it, the bamboo, I had to troubleshoot a bunch of shit out of. Like, it, it, I'm troubleshooting the shit out of this new laser I got right now. Like, dude, the, the, this is when two new tools enter my life, baker stuff. It's it's rarely a it, like the bamboo was was the closest to like plugging it in. And holy shit, this is amazing. And it worked great, like for a reasonable amount of time before it. Stop working for a month or so. I blew a board. So, whoops. Yeah. You Is this on your laser or your mill? Uh, my 3D printer. Oh, that's a drag. Yeah, because I kept, because it kept telling me that the problem was a different thing. But it was telling me it's a different thing because the board was fried. Right. So, like, I couldn't even get it to like load filament. Right. And like, it, and because they don't have like a person that you could call and like talk shit out, it's all over like email, right? So I've got like seventy five emails back and forth with this dude. Or no, it was on the in the app. Like, there's like a service ticket chat feature in their app. And dude, this fucking thing you go through, man, it was like like month worth of us talking. But that's it was the same dude the whole time, right? Which really did help a lot. Like, I didn't have to re-explain stuff to him. And he told me at one point, I'm going to stick with you until this is fixed. And he did. Like, so it worked. But, like, man, if I could have just called that dude, it probably would have taken a third of the time. Well, I he mean, probably, he's got 75 other people that he's going to stick with until it's fixed. So, like. I don't know. Well, I like I like to think that he, you know, he had put in his two weeks notice, like, when <laughs> he got your email. And then, like, he just was forwarding it to his personal stuff for, like, a month. I, I like mean, to think it, of that. That was dedication. It, that would be that would be very kind of him. Like like that would be nice. Because like because like a lot, a lot of the companies I I work with they don't really have. I can tell you right now which ones have great customer service, and which ones have shitty customer service. The great customer service ones, they, and there's no in between. There's no like okay customer service, right? Like even Bamboo, um, really helped me and stuck with it. But they're just like the best of the shitty ones. You know, so they st it still sucked. You know, <laughs> the best of the shitty ones. Yeah, that could go on a t-shirt. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude, we should totally make shirts. So, speaking of tools that have, I, I'm assuming, good customer service, um, you've had a lot of stuff recently with Harvey. Yes. How did you get into that? What's what's that relationship look like? 
Um, I, I just reached out to him one day, right? And like, like I, I bought um, a jet bandsaw, right, from uh, Alma, uh, from Pink Soul Studios, right. I bought her jet bandsaw, and it was it was a great saw. Like it did a lot of good stuff, but I always kind of felt like, man, like. Like a lot of the tools I have, I don't have a ton, but usually my tools are pretty nice, you know, and I'm like, that saw is it felt like, you know, a pumpkin spice latte of bandsaws. Right. It was real basic. Right. And so, like, I reached out to Harvey and I was like, hey, I'm like, I really dig your guys. I I like their uh, content. Right. Um, I'd heard good things about them. And I just say, hey, would you be interested in working together? And they were like, actually, yes, which blew me away. And so we worked out uh, a deal on a bandsaw. And, um, and like, I really, like, respected the way they handled me, like, from the beginning. So, like, they had hit me up and they were like, the reason you saw Harvey content all week is because, like, I just, well, a couple of reasons. But they got me this saw. The saw is incredible. And, um... They told me, like, hey, we're having a sale on these saws if you want to help us promote it. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll do a couple posts, right? I got to post about this saw anyways. And then they were like, well, hey, we're going to give you a code. And so you can give people an extra 10% off. Actually, today's the last day of it. Extra 10% off on the saw. So, like, the saw that I got retails for, like, 2400 I think it's usually around 2200 right? So they put it on sale for two grand, right? And then they gave away that cool roller guide thing, the RG2 thing, which is 200 bucks, right? So now you're getting an extra $200 tool for it. And then they're like, hey, here's a 10% off code. And so now you could get it for like 1800 bucks. And I was like, shit. I'm like, like, look, if, you, if you're out there and you're thinking about upgrading your bandsaw, like, and, and you think a Harvey is a good saw, like, this is a sweet deal. And like, that's the thing. That's the way I handle most of my affiliate and, and sponsorship deals, like I rarely, like if they tell me like, hey, we're going to give you a split, right? And we're going to say, hey, you keep 10% and we'll give 10% discount to your followers, right? My first question is usually like, can I just give the 20% to my followers? Because like, I'm only going to post when I feel like posting. And like, I'd rather give a bigger discount to people who follow me than make a couple bucks on if you sell a bandsaw or whatever, you know? So like, I end up having the biggest discounts on everything, you know, but I don't make anything from it. Which is fine with me, so. And and so the code that code is Luke ten. Yeah, that code's Luke ten. And look, if you're on the fence, like today's the last day, and I don't make anything on it, but it is a sick deal. So, whoa, what? Scrolling at the bottom. What? Man, Harvey. What? Harvey, you do you hear me? Can we put anything on there? Don't give me control of that. I just want to let oh. you know right now. Oh, no, I, I won't. I don't know if you know. <laughs> it, it will be eggplants across nonstop. <laughs> It'll be like a fucking ne- never ending stream of eggplants, right? Oh, this is or, or like the finger. Yeah, but like okay real quick, Bra- Braden, can we just like get a single eggplant that like scrolls across that real quick? <laughs> I think so. Here, no, no, do the, do the finger pointing like to the, to and, the right. And then with the okay, and then you do the okay. Yeah, so it's it's this. That's my favorite one to do. Luckily, our sponsors are super cool. So, well, I know one of your sponsors. So, and <laughs> if I didn't we act like this, they'd be probably be to be extremely mature about that. But that was super cool. Like, like yeah. for people who are maybe listening on Spotify, a, a banner just magically showed up for the first time ever that had pertinent information to Luke's coupon code. So, yeah, you know. If Luke yeah. 10 being the coupon code didn't make it, you know, as an earworm and you're watching this live right now. Yeah. So if you want the biggest discounts, go hit up my website. I've got them all listed on there. So and I tell you which ones some of them wouldn't let me not get paid. So they're like, no, we're not fucking changing our system for you, dummy. Like, just go sell us some lasers, bitch. Right. And I'm like, whatever. So those ones I marked on there, like I do make money on these ones. Like like total boom. Proud of you, buddy. Boom. There you go. <laughs> you're doing you're doing the Lord's work, man. There we go. There mm-hmm. you go, Harvey. 
We got you. <laughs> we got you, Harv. <laughs> so, so Luke, the majority of the the private messaging that takes place between the two of us seems to revolve around hot dogs. <laughs> you started it, bro. Yeah, I know I did. Well, one, because you told me that the Home Depot dogs in, I'm guessing your Chicagoland or yes. whatever, um, never went away. No, never. <laughs> Actually, no, that's not true. They did close down briefly during COVID, right? But um, that the hot dog place is back, and uh, there's a couple Home Depots that sell a Wagyu hot dog. So, really? so it's not like we're just selling the hot dogs at our Home Depots to make other people angry. We we turn it into a foodie experience and really rub it in your face. So, but like, like in your seems... face, like hard. We got Wagyu hot dogs. I just I feel like Wagyu needs to not be in a hot dog. I mean, like, but if I'm gonna get a Wagyu dog, I want it from a Home Depot. No, that makes perfect sense. That logic is infallible. Right. Can you name names of the crazy people who told you that they put ketchup on hot dogs? I mean, fucking Hugh from Human Made fucking was a ketchup-loving motherfucker. Yeah, I actually... Like, so, like, it's funny that you say this, right? Because, like, I did a... Oh, man, I don't think I have... Oh, how nice. This dude had a baby. I don't... Um, I opened up my Instagram thinking I could pull it up because I made a video where I said, hey, look, I, I'm not going to call out... Anybody who voted yes for the ketchup. But while it was green screen and, and the whole time I was saying this behind me was the entire list of everybody who um, who liked ketchup on hot dogs. You did with the hot dog dancing. Yeah. <laughs> Look and notice it's mustard on those hot dogs. You notice that? Yeah, because that's what you're supposed to put on hot dogs. Right. Yeah. But like get. Kids are animals, so like you can't really tell them not to put ketchup on a hot dog. But if you're, what is that? A fucking thumbs up? What are you doing over there? Are you even, are you even paying attention to this podcast? You know what we've said in the last ten minutes? Yes, yeah, you. You guys are talking about hot dogs, and I'm just waiting for. Look, it's for okay moment. for three grown men on a sawdust podcast to spend a surprising amount of time talking about wiener topics. Listen, look, Luke, Luke, it somebody has to run the scrolling hot dog button, and I drew the short straw, mm. so there you go. Yeah, I saw uh, Patrick in here. I think Patrick is a ketchup guy, right? Don Patterson, he said he's a ketchup guy, you know, but Patrick's Jay, for sure a ketchup guy. Jay, and look, if you're an Jay adult, you put ketchup on hot dogs, you probably, like, still eat fucking dino, dinosaur-shaped chicken nuggets on a regular. Uh, J.M. Sullivan Woodworks is a ketchup man. And I'm going to be honest, guys. I'm a ketchup man. I'm honestly what I am. I'm a, Why are you bragging I'm a about gar this? I'm a garbage condiment person. I'll put anything, whatever happens to me in the kitchen. I've used mayo. I've used mustard, relish. I don't care. I'm trying it all. I mean, that's borderline offense. I mean, like for science, sure. But like with consistency? Anarchy. Nah. And yes, according Anarchy. to Mike Suter, I put shellac on hot dogs and I would. I what, what? No, I want to go back to this. Like you put anything on there, man. No, like there is a proper look, and I'm not. I don't eat hot dog Chicago style. I have my own preferred topping set, right? But like, and I don't typically judge anybody unless they're an adult putting ketchup on hot dogs. So, but like to just go in the kitchen and like, hey, let's see what like you know what sweet mayo tastes like on a hot dog. Like, what are you up to, dude? Dude, worry, he's dude. in Omaha. Like, cut him, cut him some slack. Oh, never mind. I take I'm, all that I'm, back. I'm managing the chaos that is the the Instagram live chat that you guys can't see. Oh no, I can see it, and it's it's been a delightful mutiny. Oh boy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like, eat a hot dog on a stick. Oh, so what's your so what is your preferred hot dog topping set? It, like in a perfect world, I actually don't mind Chicago style. I think okay. it's fine. My kid brother lives up there in Highland Park, so oh, I, that's where I, I'm from. Oh yeah, so like I I get up there every once and again, um, mm -hmm. and then uh, but like when I'm here in town, like tonight, it was just mustard and relish, like super easy, mostly because there's two kids running around like crazy. I did, however. 
get a little crazy with one of the hot dogs that I had. I didn't have a hot dog bowl for those of you who internet too hard. Um, <laughs> I saw an Instagram reel about draining the juice from dill pickle spears and filling it back up with hot sauce and a ranch dip packet and then like hiding it in the back of your fridge for a couple of days so that it all like sticks in there. And I put one of those spears on my hot dog and it was fine. It was fine. <laughs> Wait, so it. you take the hot, you take the pickles, you drain the juice, and you put ranch dressing and hot sauce? No, 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 no. Let it marinate. You put wing sauce and then okay. like the dry ranch packet before it turns into ranch dip. Wait, wait, wait. So you're like you're filling up the whole pickle jar with, with, with like Frank's red hot wing sauce. Yeah, but like less nice. Yeah. Okay. So like uh, so like right brand that that walmart sells is that right brand yeah that's perfectly fine walmart wing sauce is perfectly yeah. fine this is marinade man like this isn't like a delicacy the plan then is to take them out wrap them in bacon and chuck them into the air fryer and that is actually pretty damn good okay i, I feel in the air fryer thing but most of the rest of that was borderline offensive i mean i can't I, you know it for saying so I, but I hadn't tried for the name of science man like I mean, I look, I have done a lot of experimental cooking over the years, right? But like, I'm not one to like just be like, I go with what I think is going to be good, not what I think would be like funny, <laughs> you know. I didn't hear one single thing there that didn't sound like it actually be bad separate. So you no, and what he said to go with is with the mustard and, and relish. Like that's a that's an acceptable option. I dig that. Yeah, and like the and this and the Sonoran air fried one marinated in the hot sauce with a ranch packet does sound interesting. Um, yeah, I don't, again. I don't expect it would change my life. I've never heard of anyone marinating a hot dog because it's in that casing, and like not a lot of flavor really is going to get through, right? Didn't marinate the hot dog, marinated the pickle spears. Oh, I mean, like they sell hot pickle spears that are really good though. No, I don't disagree with you, but they're not like wing sauce flavored. Do you think that you could get an acceptable amount of pair of marinade like penetration if you poked holes in the hot dog, like the casing? So, like, okay, I've made hot dogs from scratch before, right? But I'll All tell right. you, the, the problem is, right, is that you have to emulsify the meat, right? And when you emulsify the meat, it's basically you're combining the fats and the the proteins together right to make that like smooth texture that a hot dog has right and and it's not like a that i mean i guess it is can be a little spongy maybe if you cut the sides i mean because like I, I i one of the dumbest things i eat on a regular basis is is with hot dogs involved in it okay is every time we get sushi i order extra sushi rice okay and so i put the sushi rice in the fridge and then, and then the next day, I'll take it out, and it's like one cup of rice. I dump it out into a bowl. I press a fork into it. I put a little soy sauce on top, and then I put cut-up hot dogs into it, right? And I microwave the whole thing. And sure. Like, and, like, like there's good – there's, like, a point in the microwave with a hot dog where it, it gets pretty good, and then it, it fucking goes to shit, like, the second after that. But because it's in there with the rice and the soy sauce – that window is extended, right? And you get the salty of the hot dog and the soy sauce with the sweetness and vinegar of the rice, and it's fucking great. Yeah. I've done a spam sashimi before. It's like one step away. I feel you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we've got Matt from the Wooden Mustache, very adamant. Oh, uh, hot honey. He wants you to fuck know hot honey. Hot, no, fuck that. Okay. Of course he's going to say that shit. First of all, he gives free rides, the wooden mustache. Okay, go check him out, right? Sure. I want to let you guys know that. Oh, that guy right? knows how to party. I mean, he but, does. But I like party with him. It's like an occasional pizza topping, like if you're feeling <laughs> real sassy and there's like Dude, I, goat cheese involved. But I like, got him at Maker's Camp, by the way. <laughs> I mean, it, I kind of pulled a dick move, but I really had no time and it did. So I had no other options. But like I was talking, where it was like. Sunday night, right? And like we decided we we're gonna leave early. And I had a like a fresh thing of burger meat and some other stuff on our fridge that I intended to cook, but it rained all day Saturday, so I didn't cook any of it, right? 
So um, I was talking about to him, and he's like, dude, he's like, I live like an hour from here. He goes, give it to me. I'll, I'll take it. I'll go grill it up. Doesn't matter, right? So, like, we're all sitting there watching the fireworks at the end of the night on, on Sunday, right? And, like, it was really cool. Starlink went by, right? Like, all the satellite line up went by, right? And we're all fucking like, this is awesome. And look, I'm like, hey, dude. I'm like, thanks so much. I go, here's the beef, right? And he's like, he looks at me. It's a fucking grocery bag full of shit, right? And he's like, you're going to give this to me now? Like, right now? This is when you give this to me? He's like, like, we're standing around a bonfire watching fireworks and you hand me a fucking grocery bag? It was a dick move. But I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Anyways, I, I don't like hot honey, especially on uh, pepperoni pizza. That's where that comes from. Fucking, I think it's a psychopath move. <laughs> there's a lot of ways. That, there's a lot of red flags with, with people, what they eat. So for me, at least, that's the only area of my life where I really judge people hard. So, so is... I've spent the last year trying to figure out like why all the hype about the tahini sauce uh, seasoning exists. Oh. So like it's it's perfectly fine, but the only thing that I've eaten it on that I was really like wow is watermelon. And yes. I gotta say that like having a dedicated bottle of watermelon spice is like a really weird thing to have in your house. I mean that that is a first world problem. Oh, I don't disagree with you at all, but like, um, but I'll say that like tahini also goes great on um, corn and it goes great on popcorn. Um, but yeah, I mean, it probably go good on ice cream. I don't know, but okay. Now I, I will try that. I mean, look, yeah. I mean, so like, other... it's like the whole rules of umami, right? If you hit all the notes, no matter how you got to that conclusion, it's going to taste amazing or so other than ketchup other than ketchup on a hot dog is there a bigger food red flag i mean hot Isn't honey that, is like, look what is I, the red flag of of food like the, okay. what's the the biggest offense the biggest offense i've ever seen in my whole life okay i was living in indianapolis okay which at the time that i was living in indianapolis the food scene there coming from Chicago was insulting, right? There was nothing there that was unique. There was nothing there that was outstanding, okay? there It all ranged from okay to God, why did I go there, right? So, like, the whole time I'm there, I'm like, like, whatever, man. Every time I go home, it's like I'm fucking eating everything. Like, so tired of fucking Papa John's pizza, right? Because that's the best fucking option, dear fucking Lord. So, so but one day... A hot dog, Chicago-style hot dog stand opens up there, right? Small little shack. They got Vienna beef. Everything there is Chicago ingredients, right? And they're and they're putting it putting it together right. And I'd eaten there like once or twice. And I walked in there, okay. And there's a dude in front of me with his son, okay. And he orders an Italian beef sandwich for himself, right? And I probably a hot dog for the kid. I'm like, cool. Guy gets his Italian beef sandwich. And if, do you know what Italian beef sandwiches? Okay, good. Um, so you know how awesome an Italian beef sandwich is. Yeah, no, we un- keep a jar of Giardinera in the fridge for that. Exactly. So he unwraps the foil wax paper thing, okay? Nice and neat with his kids sitting next to him. He's got his kids set up with his fucking ketchup and fries and all that shit. And the dude takes a ketchup bottle, okay, and squirts it all over the top of the beef sandwich. Right? No. I, it, it was the closest I've ever come to punching a stranger in the face without any kind of warning or anything. Like, I just wanted to walk up and like knock him out in front of his son and be like, look, kid, like this had to happen. Your dad was doing it that wrong. Like, I'm sorry that it had to come to this. I'm not sorry for knocking your dad out, but I am sorry that like you had to experience this. Don't put fucking ketchup on a beef sandwich. Like that's like I, I pictured myself doing it, and then I just fucking angrily walked out of there. It's like fuck this place, fuck him, and I never went back there again. Did you know? Even that though that was the closest Street thing to real is food, still miserable in Indianapolis. Like they Which never Street? fixed it. 
38th Street, or I think is what it is. Oh, dude, no. It's because you know why? It's because every black owned business in Indianapolis is on 38th Street. Okay. And like Indianapolis is kind of against helping the, the community, man. It is shitty, dude. But no, like, it's the surface of the moon from one side of the city to the other. It is it is baffling to me that like they can't fix it. It's crazy that like like it's it, I shouldn't say it's crazy because Chicago has the same thing, okay? But like you have downtown, which they've really spent a lot of time and energy building it up, right? And then you got the north side, where is where all the all the fun sh- stuff is. You got Broad Ripple, right? Like it's 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 nice up there. The it was affordable when I was there, right? Like um you could get to a lot of places quick. You could get out of Indianapolis very quickly, right? Which is great. Every time I went north, you know, which I like. But like that one strip by 38th Street, it was like a quarter mile in either direction. And it went fucking 465 to 465 was just garbage. Garbage, dude. And I was there in the late 90s. It was garbage then. And I, like, I can't imagine that they've done shit to that ever since then. Yeah, I've had a handful of fun nights on Broad Ripple, and I've been on parade floats for fraternities at Butler that I was not a member of. I yeah, really have enjoyed myself in Indianapolis on multiple occasions. What, what's the road that goes from Broad Ripple to in downtown? I forget the name of that road. There's those two roads. Is it? Huh? That's not 65, is it's it? It's not a numbered one. I thought it was oh, like okay. Michigan or like, I know Meridian's the middle one. And then, like, I forget the one of them leads right into Highway 69, and the other one leads right into Highway 94. Couldn't tell you. God, man, you guys are gonna make me fucking look this up on a map. I don't know. That sounds like a lot of work. Can did you happen to stop by uh, Hollywood Bar and Filmworks on Meridian Street back before like the Alamo Draft House existed? Ooh, I don't remember that. Oh, it was just it was one of the first places I'd ever seen that would like serve you a meal meal. Really? While you watched a movie. They also had yeah. indoor smoking, which, I, you know, that's a sign of the times and, and what was available back then. But. Yeah. So, OK, I looked it up. One of them is Lafayette. OK. Right. No, one. Wait, no, one of them is Michigan Road. And then the other one is Allisonville Road. Does that sound familiar? My sister lived in the northwest quarter for a brief period of time, and I feel like I drove on Lafayette to go see her. Yeah, I, I like Indy. Indy's fine, but it reminds me of Naperville. So Naperville is plenty fun. It it's fine. Look, I moved out to the suburbs, so I can't talk shit about the suburbs anymore. Like yeah. I, I've lost my ability to talk do that. Um, but I can still talk about the farther out suburbs. Nothing. You know, I'm in the first suburb from Chicago, so I could get downtown in like 20 minutes. Yeah, it's 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 nice. I take side streets into downtown every day, so nice. No, yeah. every, every time I've been to Chicago, I've really enjoyed myself. Yeah. Wait, so so, um, Braden, you live in Omaha or wait, Idaho? Where did you live? Oh. I'm in I'm in Omaha, Nebraska. He's Omaha, in New Nebraska. Mexico. Omaha, Nebraska. I'm man. I, I I'm I'm ashamed to. I, I... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I know where that is. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Uh, Kansas West. City, north three hours. Wait, are you are you near Chicago? Dunlap? Yeah, I uh, I'm like 20 minutes from Dunlap. Really? So, Dude, that, so that if was... I asked you to like TP or do something to him, like, would you be in on that? I I would I would be the most convenient person to ask that question yes i mean because like honestly i i always like to start stuff with dan and um <laughs> you know uh i know I, I like knowing that i have a local asset that i can leverage to really like have the the upper hand in every situation against him so that's but, great but between me and, and nick brim we could probably get we could probably get you taken care of nips brim yeah i know that dude so <laughs> okay so we haven't spent a whole lot of time talking about maker projects which i feel like maybe we should at least touch on before our hour starts uh winding closed uh okay. i'm just gonna i'm gonna go in hot and fast with this question which is what is a project that you haven't gotten around to doing 
either because of a skill set or a tool set that you'd really like to try to attempt um, or <laughs> next year's over. Okay. So um, I uh, was fortunate that I acquired two lasers recently. Um, one is a diode laser and the other is a MOPA laser. Um, yes. Yeah, I know. The hell's I, a MOPA gotta... laser? It's the one it's like an like RF you see laser. In the yoga pants. Exactly. Yeah, it's the yoga. No, it's um, it's it, it. So you can um, I haven't figured out how to do it yet, right? But you can um do color on metal. It can laser colors onto metal, but it's mostly a metal laser, a thirty watt one. It's and what is the build plate on this thing? Like six inches by six inches. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, it's so very you're gonna make a whole then, lot of real fancy belt buckles. I'm actually trying to make money right now, like literal money. I made Luke coin. Um, so I have, you know, in Luke, we trust with the whole it like yeah, I'm, I'm working. I got that on the other side. <clears throat> and then I'm debating. I'm back and forth on what I want on the back side. Either I was going to say, hey, here's my two cents. Right. Or I was going to do um, my uh, uh, Luke was right logo. So. Does this somehow connect to crypto? I don't. I don't understand crypto. Yeah, you can you can invest into it. It's like the douche coin. I mean the Doge coin, you know, or like uh, Bit Bitcoin or um, whatever Zuckerberg's one, Epiphany or Estrogen. I forget which one it is. I don't know. Um, As a registered rep of Finra, I don't know if I can participate in this conversation much longer. I don't know what that means. So, <laughs> as long as I'm not going to end up in jail, let's go. Well, it's um, me losing a license, so, you know. Yeah. Oh, boys and girls, this is not a solicitation for business or making investments. Make sure that you speak with somebody on an individual level. See, there we go. Just in case. <laughs> and if you take financial advice from me, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Just saying. Bad with money. Um, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So I'm learning these two lasers right now. And... It's it's mentally exhausting. I I I was hoping that like the, the the bamboo really spoiled me, right? Because I spent a shit ton of time learning my CNC, right? And I still have a lot to learn about my CNC, but I love that thing, right? It's arguably my favorite tool in the shop. Okay, so but I get the bamboo, right? And you slap the fucking filament in this thing, and you say it's PLA, right? And the printer automatically decides all the settings for you. You literally load your model on there and you hit print. And like 95 plus percent of the time, it prints faster and, and as high or higher quality than most printers out there. It spoiled me, right? I didn't have to learn anything. <laughs> I didn't have to learn anything with that, that damn printer, right? But <laughs> we don't need him to lose his Ford license. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, but I'm learning the lasers right now and the, the diode laser is not that hard. Right. I kind of get it, you know, um, but the MOPA laser and I are, are having, you know, it's, it's, it's off to a rocky start and, and I've already burnt two holes in the lens cap that covers the laser light. So, Nice. I had to put a sticker on the front of it and say, hey, dumbass, is the cap on? So just right now, by the power button. Teach yourself a, a new language to create the paths for your MOPA laser versus your other laser. Or it's Is it like, all light burn? Yes, which I'm like, I think I'm going to have to pay for next week. And you know, I'm at the end of my trial. But um, the problem the problem with it is, is with these lasers, you need to do it's not just power and speed it's also frequency and um q pulse and i like and when i talk to people about this it's like it's it's like asking five different people like to describe a cloud right that's the answers i get you know i get everything from it's like this or it's like that and i'm like none of this is helpful like I'm, I'm glad it's working for you. And they're like, you just need to do a trial and error. And I'm like, like this tool, like they fucking 
this tool is an expensive tool because it comes with no instructions, right? Like, why, why does it not? Why haven't they figured out the settings for this yet? Like, they just put all the components in a box and we're like, you should be good. Good luck. Yeah. Let us know how it goes. Yeah, no, there's a forum. You should be posting on it, not us. Yeah. Workshop the solutions and share them with others. Thank you. I still find it hard to believe that they just sell lasers to anybody without a license, without a test. With Like, we're just selling lasers. They're just out there. I mean, you get them on Amazon. You live in Omaha. I get that. But anyways, so, like, I, I just wish that tool was, was easier to figure out. <laughs> Sorry for that. Uh, no, that's okay. having fun at your expense. Uh, Brayden, do we have any questions in the Sawdust Talk chat? No. Okay. We're, it's just <laughs> it's, the same, it's, it's the same tomfoolery as normal. Understood. I think we're still I think we're still fighting about hot dog condiments. That's that's fine, <laughs> Luke. Uh, the time is now nine fifty six, which means that uh, Braden and I are just going to start rapidly firing questions to you, and you should give a shorter answer to them. I'll give as short as answer as I possibly can. Cool. On a scale from one to Citizen Kane, where does RoboCop, the original, sit with you? Um, like uh, uh, Dustin Hoffman on a bad day. Fair enough. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Well, fuck you. Um, sorry. That's just I get that question <laughs> a lot. Uh, I just it's got reaction. Um, is a hot dog a sandwich? Uh, yes. Wrong. Uh, Black Diamond Woodcraft wants to know what's on your Romanian flag behind you. It's not a Romanian flag, okay? Um, it's a painting done by, uh, it's hard to see on there. It does have the colors, I think. But there's a, a, a drink glass in the red one, a light switch in the yellow one, and a zipper in the blue one. And it was done by Eric from uh, No Bad Tides. And it's um oh shit, what's the name? It's it's um, damn it, hold on. Oh yeah, there we go. Hold on, sorry. It's the uh, the funky cold Medina, and it's it ha it's um the reason he did it was because of a story that um was pretty fucking crazy and it inspired him to paint this painting and he and he was like hey you're a crazy motherfucker i'll just would you like this painting and i was like okay so your so, office is adorned with a piece of wall art that's centered around tone loke lyrics yeah awesome yeah that's not all i have in here i mean I, i'm afraid to like move my laptop around but behind me is a villain's manifesto uh i can read it to you if you want there is the picture that Dave and I are in the Mad Max motorcycle. That's and then on this side, I have some um, corner art by Grant from Dadcrafted, a thing of Lake Michigan, a Game Boy, a cube from Pete um, from Pete Squared, one of his artifact cubes, and a lightsaber, and a giant so Batman painting. So what you're saying is you have a very cohesive design for your office decoration. Look, my office is a direct reflection of me. There's a desk that has a just enough space on it to put a laptop. The rest is filled with garbage. Okay, literal, literal. It, it's most likely garbage, right? Um, I've got every file cabinet has e either a three D printer on it in here, and all the art is just whatever nerdy shit I could think. The only reason my Captain America shield is not up is because the screw came out of the wall and it fell and it it destroyed my baseboard. So. Then so I gotta fix it. So, yeah. so your baseboards are not strong against vibranium. Uh, yeah, they that did not survive. I walked in and the old baseboard, like the paint chips are on the floor, and like it's it looks like someone hit it with a hammer, but it was in the shape of the shield. And I was like, the fuck! And the shield's on the floor, and I was like, this thing nailed it. The shield was fine. <laughs> so. Uh, J.M. Sullivan Woodworks wants to know if you've ever had a moose burger. No. There's a reason they don't let him out of Canada. He's a nice dude, but he's not allowed out of Canada. I think that's it. That's that's our that's our that was uh, it? that's our user questions. Okay, here's the question I posed to um, 
Ben when I did my podcast tonight. Okay. Here is your choice, right? You can either get a Millennium Falcon, okay, and the budget to run it. You don't have to worry about paying for shit and maintenance and all that stuff. You get it, like, you're going to be able to have fun with the thing. But if you say yes to that, you have to say you are never going to have sex again. Which do you pick? Millennium Falcon. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> like, you're never getting laid again, but you get the fucking Millennium Falcon. Right. It's a no-brainer, right? Which is which is ironic because the Millennium Falcon, Han Solo, and, I mean, you just know Han Solo pulled. Like, oh, for sure, right? Like, and then look, look, it, it, it's just you're just never you're, you're just you just gonna have to say no to that though. Which is that's like to, that's like having an alpha bandsaw, but no wood. <laughs> Boom! There you go, Harvey. There's Way to go, Harvey. Campaign. There's I mean, your it's next. Not at campaign. all true. <laughs> Boston Nova <laughs> Warbirds Falcon. You don't have to apologize after it's best response. <laughs> Uh, Kamani oh, wants to know if we're talking about full-on sex, what about over-the-pants rubbing? That's fine. That's fine. Uh, he also wanted me to make sure I did ask his question. Luke, you just got a lot of new tools. Do you need a second garage? No, and I could still get the car in there. And that's why I'm, we I, have I, mobility kits. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to... I have a YouTube video that I edited like almost a year ago at this point, right? And it was a shop tour video where it was everything I hate about my shop tour, right? And I talk about all the shit that I hate about my shop and what my ideas were. And I'm almost done getting my shop to where I wanted it to be. I've been spending months on this. And I'm going to release like one and then the other one and like everything I did to my shop tour, right? So it's going to be like a back-to-back release of like, because I didn't want to make fucking 20 YouTube videos about making French cleat bullshit, you know? So um, so that's my point. Look for that sometime probably by this time next year. Okay, so the time is now 10.02, and the final question, or more specifically request that I have to make of you, is that uh, we ask our guests at the end of each episode to tell our viewing audience maybe a motivational idea or quote or reason mm. to kick the door of your workshop down, go make a mess, go make some money, or, you know, go take calculated risks. What would you like to share with the children in the audience tonight? I'm going to give you uh, the quote, my favorite quote of all time. Um, it is, uh, find your own self, be your own man, and when you find your niche, freak it. And it's by Andre 3000. Thank you. All right. Yeah. I, well, I, it's, you got freaking itch. That's the key to that. Mm-hmm. Got a freaking itch. Uh, Luke. Not an itch. So- not an itch, dude. Niche. Niche. That's what I said. And- Nitch. Sorry. <laughs> Niche. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, you know, freaking itch if you need to, you know, live your life. <laughs> yeah. Luke, thank you so much for your time. Uh, Thanks for being on. It was a blast, um, especially on this new format. So we appreciate you. Did you record this one? I forgot to hit record. We got to do it all again. (laughs) All right. Buckle in, boys and girls. It's going to be another hour of hot dogs and hot sauce. Let's do this. Let me get my bong. I'll be back in five. (laughs) No, we're we're good. So uh, thank you for joining us. Thanks to Surf Prep and George Supply Co. for for all they do for the show. Um, Make sure, everybody listening, make sure that you go check out the uh, Maker Project going on right now at Makers for St. Jude. It's raising money to help fight childhood cancer. And if you can't get behind that, stop watching our show. You're not the person that we want to talk to. Um, That's a good show. If you want... If you want to watch old episodes, we're on all of the podcast app, uh, podcast apps and platforms. Go check them out. So, Luke, thanks a lot, bud. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. And uh, can I can I mention my podcast? Yeah, Please. do your whole spiel. Pitch everything you want. This is look, the time. only thing. I, look, look, my I, I I'm only talking about it because I have a partner in my podcast, Ben Conroy from Conroy's Creations, and he gives me shit that every time I go on one of these things, he's like, "You never mentioned the fucking podcast." So I have a podcast. It's called The Jointery. Good fucking luck finding our Patreon. If you find it, cool. But otherwise, you're not going to find that shit. 
But the podcast is easy to find, and it's on all the podcasting shit. If you listen to a podcast, it's on there, and it's mostly a lot of nonsense. There's nothing about tools or woodworking. And so everybody no. can find uh, me uh, on Instagram. Everybody can find TJ on Instagram. And Luke, everybody can find you on Instagram, Luke in the Garage, and yep. what other platforms? Uh, YouTube? It, 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 it's YouTube and uh, TikTok. Fans? Uh, no, not yet. I, I got it. I, well, I, I, I got that commitment. But um, yeah, that, it's that. And, and, uh, but I'm on TikTok too, and I do different content on TikTok. So there you go. All right, guys. I'm going to pull the plug. Sure. Good night to all, to all the good Bye. Night. Bye, Felicia. All right. Let's see. Now, how do I pull the plug everywhere all at the same time?